We're going live. We're going live. You are about to get highly educated with the Cannabis Closet Podcast with Canna Queen and MJ. This is an adult content show with no limitations on subject, language, or actions. Opinions, views, and expressions may or may not be that of the hosts and their subsidiaries. Please note that we are not medical physicians and information shared is based solely on our personal research and knowledge. Thank you for rolling up and showing up. And let's enjoy the show. What's up, everybody? What up? How y'all doing? What up? Uh, eventually, we will get an intro. It, it we're, will working on it. we're working I, on it. We're, we, we may even just record our own at this point. At this point, we might. Mm -hmm. But also, I was going to say, um, I haven't asked some people that I meant to ask. And so, maybe I will this week. <laughs> I hope that I will this week. Who's who's this? Of course it is. Little Bobby Customs. Um, can you please right now go shoot me a quick DM? Uh, what's what? up? Yay! Um, Maria's in the comments on YouTube right now. She is um, one of our new business partners that we're going to be working with. We're super excited about all the fun stuff we have planned. Yay! Um Little Bobby Customs, go shoot me a quick DM on Instagram. Um, and that way we can start a conversation. If you have it, roll it up, smoke it up, light it up, smoke it up. Mm, mm, mm. Yeah, we want to have you on and talk about crawling and uh, yeah, and what we can do. We'll introduce y'all to Maria too. I know I just said, I just like, like randomly just fucking said that shit. And then you're like, well, who the fuck is this girl? Well, we're going to introduce you at some point. We're going to have her on because she's got a lot of fucking projects that she's doing, too. So we're going to schedule her for a show. Um, she just learned that just now today. But I feel like she probably already knew it a little bit. She had to have known it. <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah, probably. Um, what does it mean? <laughs> what does it mean if your nose itches and you don't do cocaine? <laughs> Does that have like a significant meaning? Let's like, see. is there something? Is somebody talking about me? And if they are. On the outside. On the outside, yes. It's on the outside. What's up? What's up? YC Company 17? Relative. No, they better not. <laughs> they better not. No, they better not. You want your palms to itch. Uh, means you're about to receive some money. Well, let's get to itching on my palms, dude. What's this nose shit? They better not. Just somebody randomly shows up in my doorstep. It's a positive spiritual side. Be prepared to receive a spiritual gift. Oh. In different forms, including wisdom, knowledge, faith, healing, miracle, prophecy, and discernment. I'll take, I'll take, I'll take a, a positive spiritual sign over relative visiting any day of the week, any fucking day of the week, <laughs> any single day of the week. That's from first Corinthians 12, 7, 11. Oh, that's from the, <laughs> that's from the Bible. The Bible said that. Did the Bible really say that? I don't know. I mean, it, that's what's. Oh, that's, that's, that's like, uh, that's like, the Bible reference to something like that. I don't know. I just know not to scratch for good luck. 
What? How am I supposed to not scratch my nose? It's itching. I can't, I can't not scratch it. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a thing that just is happening right now. Itching nose. Um, tap, tap. <laughs> like, the, like smack. Oh my yeah. It's like you're not supposed to scratch or rub. Oh you're yeah. To... You're supposed to like tap it. Which I got you. I got you. I'm, I'm, I am <laughs> impatient about things though. So um what's new um it's weird know. to see myself on the camera over here and over here well it's it's weird for us to both be in one Look spot and and where to look and which thing to read because when i'm down here and over here um what's new um i don't know since monday not much um, i'm still I'm watching the walking dead i'm still here uh and down on the front range because um, it's snowing because it's snowing like it is snowing, like swirling snow. Yeah, it's it's um, stupid. And so, uh, for those that are out uh, traveling and on the roads, we wish you safety and, and be careful. Don't be out there if you don't have to be Colorado. It's all over too. It's not just us. It's down south too, which is why I didn't go down south. Yeah, it's it's sweeping by. Listen um, here, <laughs> Durango's got the most snow I've seen in like at least four or five years. At least four. They don't get they don't get hit like like they're getting hit right now. But Wolf Creek gets some of the best snow. Wolf Creek gets hit, but Durango's in a valley. Okay. So so we don't you get at, we get you. yeah yeah it sweeps around us or it's very light. It comes through very lightly. Okay. And we can like function. Sometimes the valley gets like that where everything goes around the north and south of uh, where we are too. Like, but they're getting hit pretty. I mean, th there's. There's cars that are buried and businesses that are closed and schools are closed. And I'm just like, what? I think all of Colorado is engulfed right now. It's snow. Yeah. So everyone be safe. Stay safe. Stay warm. Yes. There's a lot of that. I was just talking about that. I'm, I've got like four things lined up for this weekend alone. Um, so starting on Thursday. So um, I'm hoping that everything is like done like I know it's not going to clear up or nothing, but at least it'll be done maybe coming down and then, and then the roads will start being cleared. And then by Thursday, I mean, our CDOT's pretty fabulous. Yeah, they're, pretty, they're not bad. Uh, yeah. I was about to wash my car. <laughs> Don't do it. I'm just going to wait. Uh, if I'm mad about anything, that's probably what it is today. More snow. I'm tired of it. It, I mean, I say a little bit, I think I told somebody today that I think I manifested uh, this trip being canceled because I really, um, I really uh, need a break from Durango after recent events. And, and I was, I'm just kind of like overwhelmed by this feeling of like disappointment in some of the individuals that I know out there. And so, yeah, I'm kind of glad that this month was canceled, but I am coming back. I'm not like, I'm not bitter or ain't, you know, I'm just, I just need a minute. Uh, but I'll, I will be back down in Durango, um, next month for snowdown. So, so definitely, um, definitely coming back down. Just, um, just need a second for, for a breath. 
You know what I'm saying? Y'all ever feel that way about people or towns, spaces, <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> or like whole towns? Um, but I love I love Durango um, and the people that I know that are that are real life that are like solid. Those people are are some of the dopest people ever. So I need to be on here anymore. I'm gonna remove okay. the airstream. Um, cool. Um, so. That. So, so today, today, um, is, am I in the right place on, I should look right. Maybe, um, today I, we were just going to talk about, um, some, some different news headlines and stuff because they're really relevant, um, and, uh, and covering a lot of, a lot of area nationally. Um, so I guess we'll just kind of jump right into it. Uh, let's do it. Yeah. So let's do it. <laughs> so the first one that I actually really want to talk about is, is, is a big deal. It's a big deal. Now, not everybody uh, may be big on this subject, but enough people are. And also is, is uh, concerning one of our constitutional rights. Um uh, as you may know, if you've watched this show or followed me for a while, I am, uh, I'm pretty progressive, but I'm like for humans. So like whatever benefits us as humans, that's what I'm for. And so while I'm super progressive and for those things, I'm also not anti-gun. I'm pro-gun reform and regulation, but I'm not anti-gun. And uh, one of the things that really um, bothers me about being a cannabis, uh, a cannabis medical card holder is that I legally cannot purchase a firearm, uh, because there's, uh, if you can scroll down a little bit on that, there's federal regulation and it's on every, um, it's on every single, uh, application that you fill out for, to purchase a firearm. And so what it says, okay, so the earlier version of the bill, um, see, let's see. Uh, this is what it says. Here's what it says. Sorry. I was just, thank you. Form 4473. Uh, so this is what it says, basically, is that um, it asks this question and you have to answer it. You have to answer it truthfully, right? I'm putting in quotes because some people don't, but. Um, are you an unlawful user of or addicted to marijuana or any depressant, stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance? Warning, the use uh, or possession of marijuana remains legalized, uh, wait, remains unlawful under federal law, regardless of whether it has been legalized or decriminalized for medical or recreational purposes in the state where you reside. So that's what it says on the form. So are you an unlawful user? Yes, you this are. Is, this is in all 50 states. This is a, um, a like a required uh, form. Uh, it's an ATF form. And so uh, in order to purchase a firearm, uh, you, you have to like fill out this form and you have to like admit to something, you know. And here's the problem is what, like when I used to teach this, um, 
because this question inevitably came up and inevitably I had to say in the past. Now, some states have made, um, you know, um, some some states have have made uh, it clear in their cannabis laws that they do allow cannabis card holders to also carry firearms legally. Uh, but federally speaking, um, which is who the ATF is through, fed, it's a federal organization. It's a, it's a no, you're not technically legally. And here's the thing is like, how, how are they going to know? Okay. Well, they're not going to know unless you get pulled over for something or there's something that happens where they recognize that you have both cannabis in your possession or on your person and also a firearm on your person. And that could happen in just like a basic um, traffic stop. Um, so that's, that's where it kind of gets a little sticky. And now you're, you're breaking a federal law. Like you fly, you either have this um, firearm um, under non-legal circumstances or you lied um, to get the firearm, which is also illegal, right? On a federal form. And so that's where they kind of get you. Um, a lot of states are fighting back about that. A lot of states are like, no, we don't, we, you know, this is not a reason for you to not be able to um, get a firearm or like to lose your second amendment rights. This is not a reason for that. There are reasons for that being charged with like a, um, a violent crime that included firearms or some other type of weapon that could, that could be a reason, but not this, like, this is not a reason. Right. Um, so, but anyway, this is federal. So, uh, I could hear myself upstairs. <laughs> it's okay. Don't turn it down. It's fine. Um, so, uh, is this the top of it right here? Uh, yeah, this is, I read uh, like 10 articles today to prepare for this show. So just let me get my cliff notes, you guys. Um, representative, um, scroll back down, please. Uh, representative. Representative Alex Mooney. Okay, so here's the interesting thing about things that I'm going to talk about today. There is a lot of Republican-led advancement in cannabis and also psychedelics. Um, so um, we all know that um, when we when we talk about that particular um, party and when we talk about firearms that they are pro firearm generally speaking so but generally speaking also they there's a lot who are not pro cannabis so it's like a thing you know it's like this so uh republican alex mooney who is uh out of west virginia he introduced a bill which appears to be uh the same as a measure that was originally filed in 2019 but did not advance um he has uh, being co-sponsored on this bill by uh, Brian Mast, a representative out of um, Florida, who's also a Republican. Uh, he is the co-chair of the Con Congressional Cannabis Caucus and Representative Tom Macy, also a Republican out of Kentucky. This is very important. Cannabis is a bipartisan concern. Cannabis across the board is agreed upon by both parties. It doesn't matter what party you're in. People, the people say yes to legalization. Yes, agreed. And it, it, it goes into also the money. Mm -hmm. And so they want theirs. Uh, and so <laughs> why not? I mean, it's kind of stupid for people that aren't getting involved in cannabis knowing that this is where it's going. Yeah, make sure you um, hydrate. 
hydrate. Um, and so they're saying that the full text isn't, isn't available yet. So they're still, um, <clears throat> yes, that's, see, that's, um, I was going to say, actually, you cannot, um, be, um, addicted to prescribed pain pills. Actually, the language does say that that's one of the pre, are you addicted to or using illegally? So those two things, you know, they can be separate or they can be, um, so, uh, so, so it does say that, but yes, you're right about the other thing. You can be a full on alcoholic. You can be a full on alcoholic and own firearms and you can wake up and go to work the next morning and carry a firearm. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, there's, there's, and, and obviously we know also that alcohol is, uh, responsible a lot of times for belligerent behavior um, sometimes blackout behavior with alcohol poisoning, things like that. And, um, if, if you involve a firearm in that, it just, it, it goes sideways really fast. It's not a good combination. Not at all. <clears throat> um, the title of this, uh, measure, which is called the second amendment protection act. Again, as, uh, MJ said, it's not, it's not fully uh, written out or, or, and, and everything yet, but, the title of the measure um, seeks to amend fe this federal statute uh, where it's concerned with the sale, purchase, shipment, receipt, or possession of a firearm or ammunition by a user of medical uh, cannabis. And so that's a big deal. So now we're like, if this bill passes, uh, we will no longer um, be barred from legally owning a firearm because basically if you lie on that form you're you don't legally own that firearm basically um because you lied on a federal form in order to get it and you wouldn't have gotten it had you not but anyways um uh just you know be careful with your life yeah we're all adults here um but oh again let's say can you scroll down to that again um so so yeah it says are you an unlawful user of or addicted to um, marijuana or any depressant stimulant, narcotic drug, or any other controlled substance. So prescription medication is actually a controlled substance. Um, and so under this law, actually, no, you can't be addicted to which, how are they going to prove it except for like, maybe like multiple incidents of something, but they don't, you know, they don't, that, that they're not going around tracking, they're you down not tracking you down, right? Probably, I mean, there's got to be a way for them and to also, check certain things. Also, to 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 the not like here's the difference: to be in possession of cannabis is federally illegal. And so, if you are even in possession of cannabis, then this applies to you, and you you're not supposed to get a firearm. But if you're in possession of a narcotic prescription drug or controlled substance that's been prescribed to you, that's not proof of addiction. And so, and then it's also, it's a lawful drug under the, un, under the federal government, under federal law. And so therefore you can have prescription medication um, on your possession. And that's not a reason for you to not have a firearm. And how are they going to prove addiction except for, you know, tracking, which they're not going to do with prescription medication, but with cannabis, it's just like a blanket. It's the, it's the blanket has covered everything. It's like, oh, well it's federally illegal. 
while they, okay, I just, every time I say that, I always have to remind, like, I always want to say this after I say it's federally illegal. They tax us federal income tax on cannabis. Like we pay federal taxes as, as cannabis businesses, cannabis businesses pay federal tax. Mm-hmm. And then, the, and then the federal government's like, well, we're not going to legalize it. And we're no, not going to give you a way to <laughs> like legally put your money in a bank either. So good luck. Yeah. You know, oh. just, but we'll take your tax. Money. We'll take your money, Thank but you. we'll not give you anything in return for it. Yeah. Like no, you don't no get security. anything in return for it. You don't get to bank. You don't get to like legally do your business. Well, we can come can, into can't your claim certain things. Yeah. Like you can't, can, can't write like off a... the cannabis. Like if like, okay, like one time this, and I, I'm not the first person this has happened to as far as like, large loss. One time I pulled into my driveway after a long, long day of work. I had been there since the early, before we opened, I was in that office. I spent all day there, like 12 plus hours there. And I get a call from the person who's still there. And she says, you gotta, you gotta come back right now. And I said, what's up? And she said, the shelf broke. I said, um, what? <laughs> she said the shelf, I didn't even get out of my car. She said the shelf broke and all the, all a bunch of jars broke. And I was like, okay. And we had, and it had glass in it. We had to like sweep it all up. And like, really, we lost a lot of it. We lost like the, some jars didn't break. Thank goodness. But the glass shelves broke. And then the jars hit the ground and some of them broke too. And so there's glass everywhere. Mm. We had our like handyman back there helping us clean up. Um, uh, I, I, what do you do? We had to weigh it out and write it off. We had to not write it off, but write it out of the system and say, you know, this is a loss. We could never get that money back. That is a complete loss. We just had to report it to the state and take pictures of that shit and everything and and put it in a secure dumpster, whatever. We had to do all of those things, but never will we get that money for that. We can't write it off. We can't write it off as a loss. So there's no there's no getting it back. There's there's none of that. But they take our federal income tax. <laughs> while they do this shit right here, you know? Um, so, so yeah, it's, uh, but, but let's keep an eye on this because, um, so the, this is what I just said too. the prohibition has been widely criticized, um, on the, on a bipartisan basis. So, um, across the board, both, uh, both sides of the coin and everybody in between pretty much agrees that cannabis, um, should be, legalized decriminalized some people believe it should be completely descheduled which is where i'm at on it um and um some people think it should get a different schedule which i'm not you know on board with that really i yeah, think that's kind of silly <laughs> schedule is this it the schedule yeah, six foundation schedule six separate, putting it in a whole separate category i, I just kind of get tired of like the compromise that we constantly do just to um, just to appease people who are just being absolutely fucking ridiculous right now about cannabis. 
the proof is there. There's so many states that have legalized either medicinally or adult use or both that we can see the results of that, which we're going to talk a little bit about that today, too. We have an article about how alcohol um, abuse syndrome or whatever it's called is has been um, dropping because in places where cannabis is legal. And we see that with um opioid addiction. We see that with um, any like street drug addiction as well. We see it all the time with alcohol. We see these numbers like reducing um, like use overdoses, etc. Yeah. reducing in mm -hmm. states that have legalized, especially the states that have legalized fully across the board where like literally anybody can get it. Um, which, you know, yeah, the same. Okay. So yeah, sometimes, but like, but like even, well, even on that subject, like that's kind of crazy. Like we have to do this compromise thing where we can't own a firearm legally because we use a, a state legal um, medicine, regardless of what side of the, the shop that you get it on. Um, it's state legal and, and, and it's just like another way to control us. Um, we can, that we're, we're, we're not a show about, um, firearms or firearm or gun control but or anything like that, same, but we want to have access to, if yeah. there's a zombie apocalypse, I need to be able to stock up. No, worry, but for all you, realness, um, don't worry. We we're good. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I don't have to worry about these uh, mm. things, but also, uh, it does make it incapable for people to yeah feel safe uh in, in this world there are some ridiculous so, laws that like there's there are ridiculous like some some of the gun laws are are a little bit ridiculous we're not gonna get into that today some of the fact the fact that we don't have certain gun laws are absolutely ridiculous and then having these crazy laws on cannabis consumers i would personally um and maybe oh i'm biased because i'm a cannabis consumer and not an alcohol <laughs> user but i would personally rather um a couple of things happen in my life i would rather have grown up with a cannabis user um that had ptsd than an alcohol user who had ptsd i would rather um that person who owns a firearm be a cannabis user um than rather than an alcohol consumer like i would rather those things in this life but that's not this, it's just and it's and it's just yeah. silly to me because we know we've seen the statistics on alcohol abuse and um and fire fire in, involving firearms when alcohol is also mm -hmm. in the mix it's just we've seen we've seen what mm -hmm. happens yes this per the cole memo um which was originally um you know kind of overturned but then our our great uh uh what was his name? God, I used to love saying his name all the time. <laughs> What's his name? He um, reinstated it anyways. Um, and then nobody ever did anything about it. We just, we just kind of played by the Cole memo rules. Um, and then it was overturned, but we just still played by them. So it was like never really reinstated, honestly. But yes, per the Cole memo, one of the things on the list as a compromise for um, getting, you know, state legal or or letting states go ahead and legalize without federal interference was the Cole memo. That was the Cole memo was a compromise so that states could um, legalize cannabis medicinally and not 
feel the wrath of the federal government coming in and raiding their shops and shutting them down and arresting their patients like we were seeing in California. Right. Um, in the in the early days, they used to do that all day, kick in the door, they'd arrest patients, they'd make fun of people in wheelchairs that were amputees. They, you know, they'd make little snide remarks, they'd steal from the dispensaries, um, and and they would destroy pro they would destroy uh, a not right offable product. So like something we can't ever get back. And then they would tie it up in the court system for a long period of time. And um, and then so in order to not have not see that happen in um, other states who um, were coming on board with medicinal legalization, I mean, this was back in the, you know, this is when this memo was was uh, procured, created um, to address the cannabis industry. Um, we you know, let the federal government will not bother you if you in fact followed these rules that we have written. And one of those rules was you cannot mix cannabis and firearms. You can't have one if you are a medical card holder or if you are a consumer or somebody who has cannabis on their person. It's illegal. And that's that's part of that was the, that was a compromise for us. And now you see like here we are and that was back in uh 2012, maybe before that, somewhere in the early 2000s, earlier, somewhere there, um, that that was written for for us to be able to, as states, I want to say earlier than 2012, for us to be able to, as states, um, go ahead and write rules for our cannabis space and the federal government would not come in and kick our doors in and arrest our patients. And so that's, so we compromise. And here we are in 2023, still compromising, still trying to get, uh, get our second amendment rights back as cannabis card holders. Like this is, they took it away from us when they get, they were like, you can have cannabis, but you can't have it with all of your uh, constitutional rights. You can't have it with all of your constitutional rights. So like you see when we get all kind of hyped up about how you guys as states make compromises to legalize cannabis. This is a proof of what we're talking about. I'm going to be real honest with you. That. And I don't want to be a, I'm not trying to be a naysayer, right? I hope that this passes, but it's not going to pass both houses. It's not going to put uh, both the house and the Senate. It's not, it's not going to, it's not going to pass both. It's just not, it's, you guys, we're still going to be fighting this fight in like five years trying to get until it makes it. It's it's, it's got to be beneficial to someone that it you know, to where they'll say, OK, yes, let's we we can do this. But then it it's a uh, it, it, where does the give and take start? Like, OK, yeah. well, and, and that's a long it's going to be a long conversation. Um, but uh, continue talking to your representatives. Put it out there. Yes, I want this. I a, want it. And states you know, are states are listening to their constituents. Certain states, not all of them, have um, put into their cannabis laws that that their cannabis card holders are within the state legal to carry a firearm. Um, so so there's some states that are doing that. Um, most states did not go door to door knocking to see if you had cannabis and firearms. One state did. It was Hawaii. 
And um, <laughs> I, I just, I just remember that no, that was I, happening. Yes. And um, they, they went to all of the um, registered gun owners and registered car, if they were registered gun owners or registered card holders, and they collected the, the firearms from those people. Wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, um, and that is, that is awful. That's awful. And not fair. Not at all. Not at all. Whether you, whether you are for or against whatever, that is a constitutional, uh, and I know it's, it goes beyond the, the first few words that everybody's allowed to own. I, I listen, I'm with you. I think that there needs to be more comprehensive uh, gun control, if you will. I don't like to call it control, but like some, like, you know, if I have to go jump through, my mom can't get a driver's license right now. Right. And it's because, and it's because you have to take tests and do things. And she's she is a danger on the road. And so she can't get her driver's license. That's all I'm saying is that you should at least have something similar to that for for uh, to to obtain legally obtain a firearm. I agree. Um, training must. training yeah. should be a must. Um, and um, personally, I think you should know your weapon. Um, so yeah. um, this is something that I actually have to do in very soon is learn some new stuff. But um, you should be able to um, dismantle, clean and re um, uh, put re-put it back together, reassemble. Thank you. Um, your firearm, whatever you're using, um, and you should know how to use it. You should absolutely, absolutely. You should be able to license to carry safety. I mean, that's Um, it. It's a, it's a weapon. It's a real simple, it's a real simple thing to ask. I don't think it's too much. And most citizens would, uh, would be more than happy to do that. It's just kind of like, you know, um, and then, and, 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 you know, I'm not having the argument Well, criminals will still get weapons. Of course they will. Of course, of course, they, of course will. they will. But this, like, this, so, so still stopping people, guess standing what? citizens from getting theirs, people, uh, you know, but, but people right. are still going to get, um, uh, you know, illegal. Weapons, yeah. Most whatever. people, most so. people, um, generally speaking, uh, want to follow the law. So if, if you know, if you can't get your driver's license and you don't drive a car, but some people still drive cars without driver's license. Right. And so it's going to happen, but, uh, but not, you know, at least we'll have some, something comprehensive on the books. And that's all I'm saying. Um, so, uh, is this engraved? Oh no. It's <laughs> happening. Um, so, uh, yeah, you know, but this is not, again, this is not a, like a, a gun show. So we're not, uh, yeah. So we're going to, Move, Move on. on. Uh, <laughs> we want to just go right into the next one and hit up Virginia since, uh, yeah. since that's what's... Yeah, let's talk about Virginia. I disagree with you on that. We're not going to argue about it. That's silly. Um, <laughs> it's like um, the oh. poor oppressed driver's license holders. Oh, gosh. You know, like, give me a break right now. But anyways... We're going to post the um, links to the articles we'll on our page, on our, on our um, Facebook page. So go follow us on Facebook, solo.to slash Cannabis Closet 420. If you uh, want to follow us, go join us on Discord. We are starting to form a little community. We got some people starting to join up. And uh, we uh, did an after show hangout um, on Monday. So we're going to try to be more active and do things like that right after the show. Um, so... 
Uh, yeah, so Virginia lawmakers are considering updating marijuana and hemp product laws in 2023 session. I really wish they'd do something in Virginia because they're holding these people up and it's really uh, sad. Um, let's see. <laughs> I didn't, I kind of skimmed through this one. So I didn't, I didn't join, join in. It's weird that it's legal to possess it, but you can't sell it. So what Virginia has done is legalized cannabis but has not done anything in the way of like regulation of, um, of um, preparing people for what they're going to need to open a store for sale. So they, they've legalized the plant, but not legalized basically the sale of cannabis. Um, they were on the verge, but then they went and voted for the wrong person and it all got kind of kibosh stopped. Um, so there are some concerns by um, some of the individuals, uh, like um, uh, some some of the uh, representatives out there. There are some concerns about uh, cannabis and hemp products being available to the general public without regulatory authority. Uh, so. Uh, what are we selling? Is it safe? Is it safe for public consumption? Those kind of concerns. Um, so in Virginia, you can get kind of anything at a gas station. You can get Delta eight, you can get CBD. Um, I don't know that you can get Delta nine, but probably you can get Delta nine, maybe hemp derived or maybe yeah. otherwise. Um, and in like just, all general spaces, gas stations, grocery convenience stores. stores, some grocery stores, right? They say it's easy to obtain the medical card there. I, we haven't looked into it. I am going to look into yeah. it. Yeah, we do have some Virginia ties, so we'll we'll add that to our our follow up. I'm not um, sure how easy. And if you are in Virginia, you hear the sound of our voice, and you are a medical card holder, tell us about it. I will say that the I don't know if the um, of, of obtaining a medical card is easy or hard, but I do know that the prices are still crazy exorbitant in the medical space. Um, so like one gram cartridges are like in the medical space, like over $70, mm, um, sometimes double that. Right. So they're no paying flour, like, is there like flower laws and, and such? I'm sure. Um, and then DC is legal, so to sell. So, they but they have, have a weird legalization too because they have. I haven't looked into their laws lately. Have they changed it? Because it was a barter system before. You couldn't legally sell cannabis. You could gift it, but I could legally sell you this hoodie. And you get it, and you get purchase. an ounce or whatever, yeah. right? So. So that's a weird one too. Like, why do we have to play these fucking games? Why can't we just run our business how we run our business? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. We always feel like we have to jump through hoops or, uh, you know, again, acquiesce, make it, you know, skirt around the issue. You got to like, um, yeah, you got to jump through hoops. You got to jump through hoops to bank. You have to jump through hoops to, to sell a product that you've made legal or decriminalized in your state. Anyways, so there are some representatives that are a little nervous about um, about the the laws. Um, Majority Leader um, Dick Saslaw, he is a Democrat out of Fairfax 
Virginia. He says, I think by and large, most of the people would like to get it straight. Um, we haven't done it. It's weird that it's legal. You can possess it, but you can't sell it. And so that's the part is that people are like, we just, we want to follow the rules, but can you give us some to follow? Right. Um, and so a lot of states are starting to, to look at this. Um, we are a part of, this is something that we pay attention to, uh, at Queen Kitty <laughs> because we are a part of the hemp industry. Uh, we are an ancillary business to the cannabis industry, the regulated cannabis industry. So what we're starting to see is states, um, because of the influx of things like Delta eight, um, and other, uh, synthetic cannabinoids and also some of the, um, natural cannabinoids like Delta nine can be extracted from him. Um, and so, so we're seeing more and more of this. And so a lot of States are saying, hold on, should we be looking at the safety of these products, uh, for, for the individual, should we put something on here to say, hey, listen, you got to make sure it's tested. You got to make sure this, whatever the case may be. If we're saying that it's the same, uh, you know, are they going to try and start regulating it as such? Um, you know, they make another comment here, too, where um, it's legal to grow up to four plants, but you can't buy the seeds. So it's illegal to get those. So it, it's that here, but you know, take how it, is the plant gonna, legal, this, but the but seed gonna, is illegal? Slap your hand if you do. You get right? caught you know, in the bear claw trap, you this, know, like, and that's how they, and then yeah, they uh, a lot of I don't know, a lot of states that aren't quite ready to legalize do this kind of stuff. Um, and so you know, and then they'll pay attention to what other states are doing sometimes too, and kind of follow suit. Uh, I don't disagree with this. Uh, is it going to uh, impact my business, our business? Yes. Yes. Um, the different states regulating um, hemp is going to impact our business. However, and also we are confident that we can, um, you know, follow their general rules, their general needs for you know, testing and making sure it's for safe consumption. Uh, we've been really kind of vocal about not, uh, not necessarily being on board with Delta eight. We've done a few shows about it. And, uh, and, and it's, and listen, uh, if you're, if you're selling products with Delta eight, I hope you're being successful right now, but also want you to pay attention to what's going on in the hemp market because uh, there's not a lot of testing uh, on Delta 8, not for Delta 8. We know it's in the product uh, once you've synthesized it and put it in the product, we know it's in there, but on Delta 8 and uh, it's, it's uh, effects. It's uh, it's um, well, like, is it, is it good for you or is it, is it, is it going to tear your lungs up or is it going to do something, you know, like we, there's not enough testing on it. Um, and so we've just, we prefer to stick with natural cannabinoids and that's kind of just been where we're at on that. We just read to you guys the other day about THCO and how, 
um, there's concern that it has similarities to vitamin E acetate, which is known to like just rip your lungs apart, basically, like Swiss cheese your lungs, basically. And if THCO has a similar effect, then we don't want people ingesting inhaling that and that. inhaling it, right? No. And so there has to be some tight, there's, there's got to be some public health and safety, con, you know, uh, bring Regarding it in synthetics, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, synthetics, uh, you know, versus it's not even, uh, you know, hemp versus medical or it's, it's synthetic versus, uh, but it know, is everything also, <laughs> but, but it is also hemp versus the regulated market right now too. So the regulated market wants these regulations put onto the hemp market and wants to stop us from utilizing all of the cannabinoids that naturally come into our plant as well. So I'm on board with like, hey, let's kind of knock it off with the synthetic shit. But what's up, Chris? What's up, Chris? Um, but but also like they're like CBD is not the only cannabinoid that you can get from hemp. You can get so many different cannabinoids. And one of those cannabinoids is included Delta 9. And so the regulated industry is not very happy with the fact that the hemp um, industry is utilizing Delta 9 without, you know, paying these high fees and et cetera. Um, without being tested, without, without being, being tested. Required. Exactly. And also there's this, I mean, we're just going to talk about it openly, um, but basically the law is 0.3% THC or less. And so when you look at that in the case of things that are ingestible, we're talking thousand milligrams plus of, of Delta nine availability, right? That's a lot. That's I would not lot. put that in a serving size, never, because that's a public, mm -hmm. that to me is a public health issue. Mm -hmm. um, we don't want to put people in danger when they're using our product, but also it just, should there be regulation around that? Maybe there should. Maybe there shouldn't. There, we could have a whole debate about it. We could have an argument about it. But well, they're talking about, you know, the labeling, the the targeting it towards kids. Uh, you know, the things that we do uh, are required to uh, recognize. And um, I feel like it's important because, like, when we were at the convention this year, there were a lot of cannabinoids that I did not recognize at all. And turns out when we looked them up, all synthetic and the people in the booths could not explain to us what they were. So yeah, they not don't even, like, even know what they're not selling. Even plant derived. They are, they're, it's just like, all we know is that we can ship it and it, it, it's not, and it's legal, uh, in, it's all legal in all 50 states. states because it's not a, cause it hasn't a, been regulated. It's, been, it's not regulated. Yeah. And it's not, um, they don't even know what its effect might be on the masses. There's not like there's testing. There's no testing. It's not like it. there's, uh, you know, even any, um, what do they call it? Anecdotal evidence of uh, what's going on. Yes, people are talking about it, but ooh, yay. And then it's, it's, it's like yeah. we're chasing this high and I hate to see us chasing it in um, our yeah. space like this because this looks very 
Oh, it just looks very, um, well, not organic at all. Like it's synthetic. It's a synthetic high. It builds a case against cannabis in the sense that they'll start to regulate this it very in the good. sense where it's not, um, you know, available again Holocaust. to us. It goes back to the government and the government processing it. And, yeah. you know, so this is where standing up for your individual you know, laws and your states and, and, and hoping to also keep, you know, states able to, you know, keep us alive a little. I mean, I don't know. It, the The idea of uh, full federal legalization scares the shit out of it me. It scares the shit out of me too, because you know, Big Pharma is going to come in and they already have, they've already started. They're, 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 they're starting, the owners you know. of your, of your um, corporate cannabis, Big Pharma, Big Pharma, owns your corporate cannabis. Of your extractions, y'all, of, of uh, you know, so this is this time to stand up for your, you know, personal grow laws and your caregiver laws as well as the rights as a, you know, uh, an American to be able to grow this plant, uh, then and protect know, it and with a gun and protect it with a gun. Um, and we should have that, you know, because they're going to uh, take away some, you know, they're already saying people can't use our process. We own patents on this. Patenting on thing, okay. Yeah. You know, so that was um, that GW pharmaceutical story we were talking yeah, about. So we had that on our last show, um, and so this is there's another this uh, another Republican trying to get in on uh, on the whole cannabis uh, pro cannabis. I think is where they're saying they're yeah. calling him the legal weed guy. Um, oh, uh, well, hold! Uh, <laughs> but he's. A- <laughs> Oh, now y'all the legal weed guys? Y'all, y'all's party has been blocking this for so many years. Welcome to the fucking show. He's a devout Christian, widely uh, thought to be considering a presidential. Plan. I don't know. I can't believe anybody that's a devout <laughs> Christian that doesn't believe in cannabis. I mean, he does, right? But like, how long did he not for a long time? Like, like if you believe in Jesus, then you... And you don't believe that cannabis is like what Jesus was a whole hippie y'all like, and also anointed oil and um, burning bushes and and shit. Like what the plant, (laughs) the healing plant, you know, like, hello, um, God, if you, they're like, she's blasphemous. I'm out of here. Brought all those plants to you. They are good. That was, you know, that is, uh, you know, I mean, even poison ivy has some good traits. If it's not you that's itching, it's for its own protection. That's right. True. Right. Um, yeah. Can't you eat some some plants like that that you know like protect themselves from you that? But to, like you have to cook them down sure a certain cook, way. Yeah, you have to make sure you cook them to a certain. Y'all, way. I don't know if we'll ever be able to get this person on at this point. But the Black <laughs> Forager is going to be amazing. on Jimmy Kimmel, her. y'all. And she her. would probably be able to answer that fucking question for us. She does. If you guys don't follow the Black Forager on TikTok and probably on Instagram, too. Um, I think, right? She's got Instagram. I think I follow her on both. Um, please go find her and follow her. She's so amazing. Um, her. her personality is so epic and fabulous and she knows so much about plants and how you can utilize them in your everyday diet you can just go out into the woods behind your house and find food and like listen she's gonna be one of the most important people to protect during the zombie apocalypse 
It's true. It's fucking true. <laughs> and you know I'm right. Go follow her and uh, tell her Take that notes. the Cannabis Closet sent you to follow her and that we would love to see her on. And I'm going to I'm gonna try some more. <laughs> try, try, try again. But now she's famous. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel. <sighs> yeah. I'm so happy yeah, for her. I'm so happy. I'm so, like, so happy for her. She's amazing. Um, she's, she's awesome. Okay. Um, support black creators and black women creators too. This is um yeah so interesting the flavor. Anyway, I can't it's a little peppery and there's mm. little like mm. like it's like tea. Tiny. It's like I'm it's like I'm smoking some tea. Are you guys hydrating? Um, so anyway, Virginia, keep your eye out. Um, they're looking to maybe do some regulations. What I have done today while reading these articles is write down the people that I need to reach out to and get a representative for on the show. And Virginia Normal is one of them because um, there's a lot of things happening in Virginia and we just can't keep up with everything. So I'm going to reach out and see if I can't get a representative who actually knows what's going on in Virginia, lives in Virginia, doing the thing in Virginia to come on and talk to us about Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> um, How many times is she going to say Virginia, 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 Virginia. Virginia. <laughs> What's up next? Oh, uh, PA is on the board for legalization. Listen to this. Uh, we'll talk about it in a minute. How will be an hour in already? I know. That's crazy. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, we're going to, I mean, just kind of moving into uh, the multiple, let's see, multiple re Republican legislators have filed bills to establish retail uh, marijuana sales starting in 2024 or 25. But the House of Delegates Speaker Todd Gilbert, a Republican out of Shenandoah, says he's not sure what the General Assembly will do. Um, he, you know, they basically said, here you go, but no, we'll, we'll come back and do it later. We'll come back and do it later. Y'all famous for, um, we'll come back and do it later. Listen, if you, um, are listening to our show or watching our show and you live in Virginia, reach out to your, um, leaders and ask them, ask them what they're going to do about this. Ask them point blank. Are you going to, um, <coughs> Are you going to allow for sales by the year 2024, 2025 at the latest? Are you going to vote for that or are you not? I need to know that before the midterm election, before the next uh, election, whatever, before the special election. I need to know that. That's a thing you need to know about your representatives. Are they going to vote to uh, allow and also regulate sales in the state under their new laws. Are they going to do this by this deadline? Are they going to vote yes to do this? Make sure that it happens. What are you going to do about it? I need to know. And don't blame anybody else. I need to know what you're going to do. We don't care what other, I'm asking everybody the same question. So don't tell me what other people are doing or not doing. Tell me what you're going to do, right? You just got to, like, listen, this, we need to take charge of our own shit.
quit being mad about things like this happening, them dragging their feet over and over again while we're letting them sit in their cushy jobs where they should be getting paid minimum wage, by the way, and getting the same health care that their citizens receive. But they're not. Um, they're dragging their feet because somebody's paying them to drag their feet. You guys, they're not. So one of their points of contention is what, to what extent the state should make amends to minority communities, um, that are most impacted by the aggressive police enforcement of these drug laws. That's true. Um, and so that is, uh, the Democrats are discussing how to set up the sales. There should be, um, there should not be a necessity for, but there's always a necessity for a social equity program so that other people can have fucking businesses in the state that are not white men. That's it. And also... It should be broken down into, I'm, I don't know how to do it. I can't create the the chart for you, but right. It should not, <laughs> white women should not be included in whatever that is. <laughs> the, yes. Uh, yes. Maybe they could get a social tick mark somewhere else. Social equity. Yeah. Maybe they get a tick mark somewhere separate, else, but, yeah. but not, but not for, for that. Separate category pushes it into a separate category. So, so, so a while ago. We, we had a little kerfuffle, right? And um, I, I in true form, uh, went to piss off more white men. That's what I did. <laughs> and I went on TikTok and I pissed off actually a white woman. And um, mad at me for saying stuff because she's raising two boys and like, that's not my problem. But anyway, um, then I'm not talking about you if you're raising them properly to respect women and to respect other people and listen to other people's opinions and not, you know, whatever. And so I made a, I made a video about, about it. I, I don't, I can't paraphrase what I said, but basically it made this person block me and also report me. <laughs> but I got that video back. That video was allowed to stay up. Um, but somebody came into my comments the other day. Um, I didn't look at her profile, but from the picture, I, I believe it's a woman of color and she came into my, um, my comments and she said, well, wh why, what, like kind of while we're on the subject, white women can't be trusted either. And I was like, oh, absolutely. Like, <laughs> absolutely. You should not. I'm still learning things. You should never trust me to know what the fuck. Um, Cause sometimes I still make mistakes. The, the problem is, is that I'm going to, I, me personally, I'm not speaking for white women. Cause I can't, I can't even do it. But um, me personally, I really work hard to listen to what other people have to say about their personal experience in life. Um, because that makes a difference, right? And I know that laws are um, gauged towards protecting me. Maybe not me personally, because I have a tattoo on my face. Um, I, you know, also I run my mouth a lot. And so sometimes <laughs> I, anyways, but the point is, generally speaking, I'm 
I'm safe to run my mouth a lot. Right. And so the reason that I believe you cannot trust white women and, and not all of us do this and, and you know, not all white women um, is because <laughs> white women, generally speaking, tend to wear their activism as a badge of honor. And uh, just like their counterparts, white men, um, they become inactive when it's inconvenient for them. And um, I've done that before, for sure. Um, and it is easy to walk away from something that does not affect your everyday life. And so I try to be cognizant and aware of that every day. And I do my best not to do those things where, where I just do that easy thing where I walk away. But white women cannot be trusted. No, no, don't do it. <laughs> And that thank you for coming to my TED talk. <laughs> just can we? <laughs> yeah, we can uh, move on. Uh, this just continues to go on about what they're going, they're discussing, and uh, we're going to post this on our page as well. You can you know, read the whole marijuana moment article um, about Virginia because it is a lot uh, as it as it should be. But they're really talking about um, social equity and why it um, is. Uh, holding holding it back. Oh. I think when that alarm goes off every time, you take a commercial break. <laughs> a word from our sponsors. Happy 420 on the West Coast. This show is sponsored by, of course, Every Day and Always by Queen Kitty Seltzer. Queen Kitty Seltzer, pop this kitty, put it in your mouth. Queen Kitty Seltzer is a low-dose CBD seltzer with no sugar and no, um, no additives. So we don't use any type of sweeteners. It just tastes like water. Our, um, our flavors come from natural um, botanical terpenes, and our hemp is organically farmed. Uh, there is no yak in the back. It's my favorite thing about oh, them. Yak in the back. My favorite, favorite thing about them. And you can check out our website, www.queenkittyseltzer.com, to um, purchase yours today. Uh, we recommend starting with an eight-pack to get your money's worth on shipping because it costs the same to ship a four-pack as it does an eight-pack etc etc and um so yes that's what we recommend uh we'd be happy to ship it uh to you there are some states that we cannot ship to those are listed on our website and we also have apparel so check out uh www.queenkittyseltzer.com to um check out a bomber jacket or a hoodie or a nice um dress with the queen kitty logo on it leggings got bags everything all Hats. the dopest apparel. So go Cups. check it out. Um, and more to come. More to come. Because we're working with um, other brands to bring other products to you by Queen Kitty. And we're working on our swag line as well. So go check us out. Queen Kitty Seltzer. If you don't remember, just go to solo.to slash Queen Kitty Seltzer, um, which is listed on all of our pages. You find one of our pages. You can find all of them. Um, make sure you like, follow, share. Tell your friends, make some comments, give us some love. Um, we appreciate you guys. Thanks for always supporting us. Um, so back to back to life, back to reality. <laughs> uh, so what's the next story on the 
uh, on the block. Next story. Let me close that one out. And we'll go right into, you want to go, that's Virginia. That's Missouri. Missouri. Uh, New York, New Hampshire. Let's go, let's go ahead and go to Missouri. It's a quick one. We'll we'll talk about it real quick. We're not going to spend a lot of time on it, but we'll talk about it real quick. Um, Missouri regulators say they will soon hire a marijuana equity officer to implement micro the micro licensing program. Soon they are going to hire, um, yeah, a min a minority. Uh, what did they call it again? Uh, regulator. Uh, um, marijuana, marijuana equity equity officer. Marijuana equity officer to um yeah is it out thank you holler at caviar thank you that was not a paid subscription um <laughs> but it was good that that um mixture of blue dream and golden goat perfection um okay so the constitutional amendment uh recently won voter support and legalized uh cannabis uh but um what does that say? It does say that as schism. Um, uh, created a schism among social justice activists over the question of racial and economic equity. This is Rebecca Rivas from Marijuana Moment, y'all. And that is her. I like it. Um, yes. So I was just surprised mm -hmm. to see it. Um, some <laughs> believe that the new law will empower minority marijuana business owners, while others worry it will cement an already distrusted inequitable business licensing system in place. You guys know uh, where we stand on that. We'll see what happens. I mean, we could be wrong. We yeah. hope we're wrong. <laughs> hey, we hope we're wrong. Um, but it sounds, it sounds a little, a little, mm, okay. Um, so, so much rides on who is selected for the officer by the Department of Health and Senior Services. They're, they're the ones who run the um, regulation. They're the regulating agency. Um, by law, they must have their chief equity officer for their uh, marijuana program in place by February 6th. So we will definitely kind of keep an eye out for that. Uh, a position meant to ensure the social and economic equity requirements of Missouri Missouri's new laws, make sure that they're met. Um, they are taking applications, I guess, and still? Uh, no, I think it says they're announcing the chief equity officer. So, yeah, yeah. I thought I, I felt like I read earlier that they were still. But they did put out for applications. Oh, here it is. That's what it says. They posted on their um, Missouri uh, careers, November 29th to December 9th, and now they're going through the applications deciding who they're going to talk to, et cetera. Um, they are on a timeline, TikTok, because it's almost the end of January. What happened? <laughs> we're like, right, we're riding in the middle right now, but like, like literally this weekend is, you know, so they don't have that much time because they have to have it in like the first week of February. Um, they will report directly to the division director and will exercise significant independence while also working closely with other teams within the division. So we'll see what that looks like again, but um, keep an eye out and hopefully they get this person hired and we can all agree with their qualifications. Um Oh, <clears throat> the person will. Um, so they're going to be responsible for 
What does that say? Um, their, their responsibilities will include leading communication about the program, conducting reviews to certify micro businesses are eligible and applicants are in good standing for a license. Uh, that person will also create and promote an educational program around the licensing program and available support and resources for individuals applying for micro business licenses. So there's gonna, that's, that's interesting. And um, if, again, if you're listening to the sound of my voice, Missouri, some of you are educators. So that could be something that would be interesting to you. Um, the, not that I'm not saying that you necessarily want to work within the system, but maybe you do, maybe we need more of you out in the system um, working within the system. Um, what else? They'll establish a target technical assistance program to community to communities impacted by cannabis prohibition and compile an annual report on compliance. So, okay. And then, um, so Adolphus Pruitt, who is the president of the St. Louis uh, NAACP chapter, sorry, I need to drink some water, uh, was among <laughs> those who pushed for the creation of a chief equity officer position as part of the legalization campaign. Um, so at least somebody to make sure that this is being done right and, and maybe avoid those things that we were a little afraid of. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like big businesses coming in under the Y, like under some kind of weird loophole situation right that it's actually done properly so yeah. that's that's good hopefully it's uh, you know they are saying that they're not sure how many um, people actually applied uh they're not listing that uh out here um so who knows who knows what uh the pool is for right. for that um they're saying uh, the report should include demographic, demographic uh, characteristic of business owners, uh, Pruitt says, and their employees, which would put the state one step closer towards weighing racial diversity in the license application process. So they're standing by it. Let's see. I just, you know, I guess my opinion on it is that not that my opinion matters, but that my opinion on it is that, that like, why is the micro license the answer? I know. I it just know. seems it so um, confining, like, like it, it's limiting, limited. Yeah. yeah. And so I feel like there could have been something better, but if this is what we have to work with right now, then at least maybe there's somebody there to make sure that these are legitimately eligible applicants. Right. Like legitimate. Yeah. And maintain that. Um, how, 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 I mean, you know how they're going to compete in the market is if y'all say as a community, we will not shop at big cannabis. We will only shop at, you know, mom and pop micro business. Mm -hmm. And we will accept that this is what they have to offer. And we will fight to get them the ability to offer more because that's the only way they can do it, honestly. Um, and so. And they should be able to provide good, uh, you know, products. That's why mm -hmm. we're here. Like, it, that's it's not just for the brands and the whatever, like, yeah. I don't know. Uh, you know, I, the, mm. I want to, I, I want, 
I mean, I, I will say I buy from uh, dispensaries out of convenience because right now I'm not growing my own and I haven't like, you know, found who I want to like, you know, have a regular yeah relationship with mm -hmm. and and cost effective relationship with yeah no i mean and finding a new one of the facility things, finding a new dispensary in a new place is hard one of the things and no hate on uh, my gromies your shit is fire it absolutely is but one of the things um that keeps i mean i can it, i can walk out of the door in uh, a lot of places with a hundred dollar ounce and like the $150 ounce or the $260 ounce is starting to become like kind of not, a, not as much mm -hmm. of a thing in Colorado. You know, I just, I don't know, know your audience a little bit. Um, and I know that your, your, your flower is, is amazing and it's, and it's worth, it's weight in gold. It is. It absolutely is. But also like if I, I you know, and the places that I go <laughs> grow pretty decent and I'm pretty happy with it. Of course I want to grow my own. I'm not hating on y'all for putting your prices on it, but sometimes I can't afford y'all. So I have to go to a dispensary, unfortunately. And honestly, <laughs> I would prefer to buy underground because a lot of, like I said, it's like a lot of people, but I like, I can't afford it. I have to, which is crazy to say. I know some of you are sitting there like, shut what? I can't afford to go to the dispensary. I got to go. But then also when I go to those states who can't afford to go to the dispensary and got to go to their grow me about it, um, I, I still can't afford their grow me. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm going to bring some sand to this oh, beach. Oh, it's so crazy how yeah. the, you know, the, the market you know, fluctuates. It does fluctuate. And yeah. uh, what, what's considered, um, yeah the, 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 the only reason i care about the name is so that i kind because the name uh, oftentimes kind of depicts what you're getting yeah so like if it's a blue if it's really truly a blue dream then i kind of like have an idea of what i'm getting as opposed to like i don't i don't know what this is some dank ass right but then i don't know like is it going to put me to sleep on my couch or am i going to be able to like work through the whole day Y'all hear how fast I'm talking right now, but that's because of this, like, <laughs> this because of this uh, goat dream, which I don't know. I might have gone with a different name. Like, I might have gone. Wait, dream goat? Something. I don't know. <laughs> but I like it. It was very Blue good. Goat. And if you're in Colorado, uh, this was on the medical side. This is on the medical side. Uh, it is a, it's a caviar so it's it, you know but yeah anyways so sometimes prices drive me away but really if you can grow your own and you have the ability to grow your own and don't mm -hmm. let your regulators take that away from you you know what i'm saying like yeah so fight for your right to grow to grow and <laughs> fight for your micro businesses missouri mm -hmm. fight for your micro businesses fight for your mom and pops your small businesses your um, BIPOC-owned businesses, your women-owned businesses. Fight for those businesses. Um, so, yeah, we'll post that on the page, too. We won't get too deep into that one. Um, we'll keep an eye out February, what, 6th or 9th or something like that. I think it was 9th. 
um, is when that, that deadline is to have that person in place. I agree with you that people make up names sometimes. So you guys, sometimes it might like look like or feel like or smell like, like blue dream, but it's not actually blue dream genetics. And also we, I have two, I have two opposing opinions on this. I think that um, oftentimes you walk into a space, even a legalized space, and um, it'll say something like uh, purple kush, right? But it's not an actual purple kush. Yeah. Uh, if you bought purple kush there and you bought and you you had the genetics and you compared them, you they wouldn't know be the, what it is. They wouldn't too. be the People same, right? That walk in and don't know. They're just like, oh, they yeah, just don't know, awesome. right? So, um, so so sometimes that happens. But also, um, there have been like we'll say experiment studies done where uh where people have gone in and bought like like purple kush and like blue dream and like golden goat whatever like pick pick a few and then tested them and they all tested with similar genetics so they weren't actually what they said they were Ugh. right and so so both of those things happen both of those things happen that's why this, sometimes it's confusing out in the market and you can't really tell, you know, all the time. You just have to like, sometimes you got to take the word for it. Um, right. Do you think the terpenes change on that too? Did they do that part of the test or did they, it, was it just, uh, you, you know, know I, I read that probably a couple of years ago. Um, so probably so the... yeah, maybe not. Mm -hmm. They, maybe they're just looking at the basic genetics, maybe not the I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, those things have been done though. Those kind of studies have been yeah. done where, where, um, they've, well, no, they've well. noticed either they're not actually what genetically speaking, what they're supposed to be or, um, so just gotta be careful, I guess, where you get your seeds from and, and hope that it's a trusted source. Either way, you're going to probably like, if you're a home grower, um, either way, um, if you give enough time and energy, use the, proper substrate, etc. Um, you're going to have a, a pretty decent something, at least something that you would enjoy. It doesn't have yeah. to be something you don't have to grow it to sell it or to be yeah, an, in the underground market. <laughs> you grow it for you. Um, That's the right. <laughs> and I, you know, I grew some, some, Purple of, princess. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. That poison princess. I grew that poison princess. I had that. I had the white lemon and the white lemon and the Afghani were given to me by one of my mentors. Um shout out. And uh the the purple, the what was it called? Poison princess. And what was the other one that I had? I had one other one. They were they were so crazy good. Those I put them outside. I put them outside and they grew to over eight feet tall. And, um, the, the two seat, the two that I got from my mentor, they were, um, from a, a trusted seed company. I can't think of the name of it off the top of my head, but they were from a trusted seed company who actually one of the owners has since passed away. But, um, but yeah, so we had those, they were so good. And then, so that, so at first, at first, um, I was blown away by how she looked. Um, and I don't know if it's because she got a little stressed out or if this is how she actually grows, but we had like this bat, this windstorm. I had to like go like put her back up. 
and her flowers came in with like a pink hue. And then, um, but then, you know, she was pungent enough, but like, uh, I wasn't really feeling it, uh, in the beginning after the first month of cure. And then, so I just kind of like put it, put it aside. And then, um, I kept kind of curing it though. I kept like opening the bag and whatever. Um, and then I came back to it after two months and that shit, the longer you cure, it's kind of like a fine wine. Oh, I love it. Let some of those, uh, oh, some of those things, just some of those notes a just more. develop a little bit more. Yeah. 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 So it's kind of like, um, I mean, just like any kind of growing. She bed. was so stunning. <laughs> on me. Oh my God. It was she beautiful. was so, so, oh, it was so good. It was so good. Sister and I still talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Um, so, okay. Um, you guys, uh, there are two States that we're just going to, we're just, again, we're just going to touch on these. Um, New York governor signs a bill to mandate state legalization of schedule one drugs like psilocybin MDMA, um, if federal law changes. So if the law changes is what they're saying, um, they want to put like a mandate on these types of, drugs. Um, part of the reason that these, um, representatives are starting to support these things, they're seeing like public opinion change on these things. And that especially with psilocybin plant medicine is very, mm -hmm. very, very important and popular right now amongst uh, their constituents. So, um, Let's see. The governor of New York recently signed legislation mandating that the state immediately reschedule or deschedule schedule one drugs like MDMA and psilocybin if they are reclassified under federal law. Um, the companion assembly and Senate bill signed by Governor Kathy Hochul, uh, she's a Democrat, late last month are meant to provide for parity between the New York state schedule and the federal schedule uh, when certain drugs are approved for medical treatment. So what they're doing is they're just trying to get ahead of the law. They're not actually changing or, re, you know, declass, declassifying or rescheduling um, these particular substances. But what they're saying is, is that if federal law says that these substances are going to be either uh, decriminalized, descheduled or rescheduled, then we as a state will follow suit. We will do that immediately. It's written into the law. That's what we're going to do. Um, there, they have um, a, a, a couple of assembly members, sponsors. Um, so this is, this is something that could probably, it's a simple one. Nobody has to actually do anything right. They, they're just saying, Hey, and whatever the federal government says about psilocybin, that's what we're going to say about psilocybin. We're going to keep it at where it's at right now. But if they say, hey, um, that, and then they, they even say um, the newly enacted law implies to all Schedule One drugs, the sponsor memo explicit, explicitly references MDMA and psilocybin as examples of the types of substances that um, are promoted um, by lawmakers for the reform. So, so, um, so yeah, but basically it's an easy one. Hopefully it passes. They don't want any gaps in services. Yeah. No. So they, they, want, they, they pretty much want, they're like, yeah. we want to make money where there's money to be made. So mm -hmm. like if the federal government declassifies or decriminalizes 
and then we'll do it immediately so that we can then start regulating this and make some money off of it. That's what New York said. Right. So they're already starting to build those laws, uh, talk about uh, what that means as an industry. Mm -hmm. And so uh, get in. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, there, you know, Oregon started the ball rolling on this. And I think a lot of states are just kind of looking at it like, Hey, let's get ready for the next adventure. So yeah, good job, New York. Um, it's kind of simple, but it's a step in the right direction. Um, New Hampshire's doing something similar. Uh, we'll take a look at that real quick. Um, they are actually filing a bill to legalize psychedelics like LSD and psilocybin. Um, Republicans in New Hampshire <laughs> have filed a bill to legalize. I mean, just, you know, wonders never cease. The apocalypse is coming um, to legalize the possession and use of psychedelics like psilocybin and LSD by adults 21 and older. Um, state legislators across the U.S. pursue psychedelics reform for 2023 session. So I think we're going to, again, see more states doing this. The New Hampshire bill um, from Representative Kevin Vervile, uh, who is a Republican, has entered the mix. So one more added to the stack. Mm -hmm. Uh, the legislation stipulates that possession or use of hallucinogenic drugs by a person 21 years of age or older shall not be an offense. So you can use those drugs until um, the walls start crawling. It would also <laughs> specifically reduce penalties for LSD manufacturing and possession by people mm. under the age of 21. So they're also like, listen, you know, we don't want kids using it, but we're not also going to put these harsh, harsh penalties on it. You know, we're just going to see how that plays out. Um, Interesting. Doesn't explicitly list psychedelics that would be legalized for adult use. The definition of hallucinogenic drug under the state statute refers to any, um, uh, what does that say? Psychodiseleptic. Um, uh, I need, okay. Psychodiseleptic substance. Psychodiseleptic substance which assert a confusional or disorganized effect upon mental process or behavior and mimic acute psychotic disturbances. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um, I guess that would include uh, psilocybin and LSD. Um, this, the state mescaline. code, yeah, mescaline, peyote, psilocybin, and LSD as exemplary of such substances. So these are what they're talking about. <clears throat> um, Holla, New Hampshire. Uh, they're looking um, to do this. Uh, the bill is has been referred to the House Criminal Justice and Public Safety Committee, uh, who would further amend criminal related uh, to penalties for manufacturing, selling, and possession. So they're going to look and see if they can agree to... Uh, the penalties for these other things and say, listen, let's come to a compromise. They may or may not agree. Um, and then only those under the age of 21 would face penalties for such activities under this proposal. Um, no method to determine how many, how many fewer charges would be brought as a result of the changes contained in the bill to determine the fiscal impact on expenditures. So yeah, like let's not forget that the prison system is a money-making system. And so when we legalize uh, these substances, we're taking money out of, out of that 
system. We're, so they'll create something that puts it back back into which it. I think um, I hate to pick on y'all, Missouri, but I think Missouri did that really well because <laughs> what they did was they said this is legal. But here are the parameters of that. And if you do this, you're still going to jail for cannabis, a nonviolent cannabis offense. And you can also utilize the system to try to get your cannabis offense expunged once you've served your time. Um, but also you'll have to pay for that. And... <laughs> And it may not be expunged. And it's just like a crazy thing. Like why arrest them in the first place if they could get it expunged kind of thing. Um, they'll waste your time in the court system. We already know that. And um, actually, uh, there's somebody I want to bring on to the show, uh, Adela Wisdom. We're trying to work out some time to get, we might have to record it, pre-record it, which is something that we've like talked about doing for certain guests totally. in the past, but have not like followed through on that because I'm going to be honest, it makes me a little nervous to not have you guys at least like, we know you're here listening. We just don't know. <laughs> we just don't know um, when we record how many people are going to like tune in and get it, you know? Um, so it just, it just go live whenever on, on like a Saturday. Hey, or, listen, yeah, it's a Saturday special event uh, show kind yeah, of thing. We'll, yeah. Maybe we'll, we'll do we that. Know. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll just like do a special show just to highlight some people that we just know we can't get on on a Monday or a Wednesday. From time to time, we'll just maybe have a special show. Uh, it's not a bad idea. Um, so anyways, but Adele Wisdom, their their charges were dismissed. I'm super stoked for them. But they, they were tied up in the court system for so long so for long. a hemp plant that the courts didn't even test it to even see what, and it was just so crazy. It was just like, like this curled up in my hand. Yeah. It was just like this little, yeah. So, so we've had her on before to kind of talk about what she was going through in the moment, but now that the case has been dismissed, I just kind of want to like catch up with her and see, um, and see, like talk to her about the experience and um, just like the ridiculousness of it. You know, and like, does she like, I don't even know. I don't even know if she knows why they finally just decided to dismiss her case after dragging her, you guys dragging her. I mean, it for, does. Uh, it says it falls under. I wonder like what kind of review. I mean, I'm, yeah, you know, I'm, I don't, you know, yeah, yeah. only she can answer that. Maybe she can't even answer those questions. Yeah. Cause sometimes they didn't even tell her nothing. No, it was, just they didn't like tell her anything that like it falls uh, under this uh, regulation. Right. And, and you're good to go. I feel like, I also feel like, um, there were some times where she would show up to court and the, and everything had been moved and nobody told her anything. Uh Oh, did we lose? Do we have a technical difficulty? Oh, we did just a little one. We're back. Um, the microphone went out for a second. <laughs> um, my fault. Uh, but yeah, so, so I'm, I'm excited to talk to her and yeah, maybe we'll just have a special show. Maybe we'll just have a special show for that. Um, yeah. To talk about it, but yeah, holler at New Hampshire, um, check out marijuana moment for that story. Um, there's, we're going to see more and more stories like that. Um, there, we're not going to go into this one. I'll just read the headline, but there's, um, there's a couple stories like this on like marijuana moment. Um, check out normal.org and also um, MJ Biz Daily. Um, but I saw a few stories like this about, uh, again, studies showing that people living in states with legal 
cannabis have lower rates of alcohol use disorder um and um there this study in particular the article that i'm looking at is a federally funded twin study so so it's been replicated um and then i've seen several about tobacco use going down about pain use of painkillers and those types of um drugs use going down um overdoses going down as well in legal states so um, we're starting to see those um, those research studies being uh, replicated in states that are legal. Um, that's good to hear. So go check out um, Marijuana Moment for that story. Um, Connecticut adult use cannabis sales are going to begin this week. Um, this is one I want to talk about. Oh, wait, hold on. Um, Kentucky Governor Bashir, don't click on that one either. Kentucky Governor Bashir is calling for legalization of medical cannabis. Um, so check that one out. That's on normal. Um, I'll look at that one in a minute. That one. Um, and so this is the one I want to look at right here. This is a, this a the Arizona. Yeah, this one right here. Yeah. Um, Arizona is setting some precedent. Uh, um, yeah. What's happening? Uh, it's just my old ass computer. Oh, okay, got it. <laughs> I was like, is it not going to show us? Um, Arizona is setting some precedent. Um, the Arizona Supreme Court has recently declined to hear any further challenges to an ap ap appellate court ruling which determined that a child welfare official's um, acted inappropriately when they placed a woman on state on the state registry for having consumed medical cannabis while pregnant. The court order issued Thursday removes the mother's name from appearing on the state's registry, which is accessible to employers performing background checks. The Arizona Department of Child Safety initially took action against the mother, uh, Lindsay Rigel, in 2019 when her newborn tested positive for cannabis. Last April, justices on the Arizona uh, Court of Appeals unanimously ruled that the prenatal exposure in this case did not constitute neglect because the mother was medically authorized under the law to consume cannabis products uh, to treat symptoms of morning sickness. The appellate court uh, determined that the evidence shows that the plaintiff was certified under the Arizona Medical Marijuana Act to use marijuana medicinally to treat chronic nausea. The doctor who certified the plaintiff's eligibility for use of medical marijuana knew that she was pregnant and because of the use of the marijuana under the law um, must be considered uh, the equivalent of use of any other medication under direction of a physician. Uh, the exposure of the plaintiff's infant to marijuana resulted from medical treatment and did not constitute neglect under the law. Um, the Department of Child Safety had requested that the Supreme Court reverse that opinion, uh, but they sent it back down. They said, no, nah, we're going to we're going to stay with it. Um, Rigel's attorney, uh, who previously served as a political director for Arizona's normal, said that the decision is, has national implications. That's why we want to talk about this here, because it absolutely does. Um, because legislators in other states have um, sought to enact punitive laws against those who consume cannabis during pregnancy. For example, 
members of Alabama Senate in 2022 approved legislation requiring women of childbearing age to show proof of a negative pregnancy test before they could apply to obtain medical cannabis. The bill eventually failed in the House. Well, thank goodness. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Alabama leads the nation in arresting women who use certain controlled substances, including marijuana during pregnancy. Absolutely ridiculous. Oklahoma regulators considered imposing a similar requirement on women seeking to obtain medical cannabis, but ultimately repealed the rule. Uh, data provides uh, inconsistent results. I can tell you that any woman that I have met, and I have not met them all, but um, who have used cannabis throughout their pregnancy, have used it responsibly, have used it under a physician's um, watchful eye, and have not had any negative results um, of their like their children are not underdeveloped or malnourished or they don't slow and develop. I mean, they're actually quite smart kids and they yeah. stop and think about some shit. So <laughs> I don't know, maybe it helps. Um, so they're saying data provides inconsistent results with respect to whether or not prenatal cannabis exposure is associated with adverse neonatal outcomes, such as risk of preterm birth. Um, sir, the survey data published last year by researchers affiliated with the University of California, Los Angeles, reported that a majority of respondents who had consumed cannabis to treat symptom of um, hyperesis gravardium HG, uh, which is part of the like the morning sickness, uh, perceived it to be more effective than prescription anti-emetic uh, meds, which are anti like anti-nausea meds. Mm -hmm. So also, which can also affect a child's health, by the way. Yes. Um, um, so uh, way to go, Arizona. Thank you for. Um, that's a normal article. Yeah, that's a yeah normal.org. Check it out. Um, that that's re that's a really important case. That's going to be a really, really important case. Uh, we'll probably see other states have some similar results. Um, we see this a lot in like in in um, work cases, like state work uh, cases, where uh, somebody might get fired for using cannabis, uh, but then they end up winning their case, and um, because you can't get you can't be fired because they're using it like state by state regulation and rules, yeah. and um, you know you can go to work after not having had a drink for eight hours. Um, to do uh, like most of these jobs that do testing and stuff like that. Um, you can go to work after not having had a drink for at least eight hours um, and you can be a whole alcoholic and be at work. And um, unless something happens while you're at work, nobody has anything to say about it, but then they will like absolutely test you before even trying to hire you. And if you have even a little drop of cannabis in your system, they won't even hire you. Um, and, and you're far less dangerous and it's hard. And then like how, how, like my whole biggest issue about that is like, um, you guys remember the story I told you where, um, the police officer was like, it's illegal to drive under the influence of marijuana. And I said, I'm not driving under the influence of marijuana because I absolutely was not, I was very clear minded. Yeah. Um, like like pain free. Right <laughs> yeah. Like not right now, but like I was, it was just like enough to, to capture so, yeah. the pain and like, get rid of get the anxiety go. and go. Um, and so, um, and the thing is, is that, is that what I smoke tonight, if I go get a blood test tomorrow, even like eight hours after the fact, 
there's no, there's no way that I would pass a drug test. Yeah. Right. But even if I hadn't smoked for over eight hours, I would not pass a drug test. Mm-hmm. And it's and it doesn't and cannabis doesn't work that way just because you can see it in my bloodstream doesn't mean that it's affecting my mind. No, because it's at in all. our bodies anyway, because. Right. Uh, and um, our bodies um, don't our bodies have receptors for this, like mm-hmm. our bodies are made for this. Um, for this plant, um, we work very synergistically together. Uh, somebody said the other day um, that they didn't have uh, they didn't have enough THC in, or they didn't produce enough THC in their system, or something like that. So they had to use a supplement. And you know, it's a funny joke, but it's actually quite true. You know. It's actually quite true. Um, some people have an endocannabinoid deficiency. Um, and generally speaking, a lot of us do. And also, you know, we know cannabis helps with different illnesses and ailments and things like that. But then some people um, don't intake it enough or don't produce enough. And so they need to like, you know, ingest, it's, more. ingest more. And so and then also some people, their system kind of lies dormant because they weren't producing enough and then they weren't like supplementing it. So it takes a minute to build it back up. But it's a whole thing. Um, I would love to talk more about that, but I'm not a, I'm not scientific like that. I just break it down to you and what we how we understand it. <laughs> um, but we're working on a show that um, maybe we can have a scientist on to talk to you guys about endocannabinoid deficiency and how that works and and how to overcome it and, and how to use uh, the, the plant properly. Mm-hmm. Um, we know that the uh, cannabinoids exist, the other ones do, and how they work together. And so it's like, um, yeah, it would be really great to say, okay, yeah, we really truly understand that. Yeah. You know, how, how why, why we want to use, or when we should use CBG yeah. and wh- why, and uh, when we should use CBN and why. Exactly. And, uh, when THCA is you know more beneficial than. and Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had a couple more articles. Um, there are, I, I do want to click on that one Four um, four states have a shot at legalizing recreational cannabis this year. Um, so we're just going to kind of talk about those a little bit. Um, so four states have a shot at legalizing this year. Those four states are Ohio, Oklahoma, Pennsylvania, and Minnesota. Um, looking at this article, I kind of just like skimmed through it a little bit, but I, it looks like, um, Pennsylvania and, um, Minnesota might be looking for legislative uh, legalization. So it will be a legislative situation where they just have votes in the, in the, um, house and the Senate and decide what they're going to do about cannabis. Um, but the other two states have um, some special elections coming up. So um, Oklahoma has a special election on 3-7. So if you are listening to my voice and you live in Oklahoma, there is a special election coming up on March the 7th. Um, so make sure that you go vote for, I'm, we haven't even looked at the initiative yet, but go vote, make sure you go vote nonetheless, but maybe we will um, put that on the list for our next show is to just kind of like touch on um, what's going on in Oklahoma. Renee would maybe be a good yeah. person. Yeah. So, so I'll talk to her and see if she has time to come on and talk to us about what's going on mm-hmm. out there. Um, and then um, Ohio has, I think a special election on May the 3rd. 
um, is what I was looking at here. Yeah. So again, not sure what that bill says. Got to be real careful on Ohio because they already, um, when they try to pass your medical laws, they try to pass a whole monopoly. Um, and so you got to be real cognizant of what those laws say. So um, we'll talk about that. We'll put it on list to talk about. We're not going to do a whole show about it, but we'll talk about it a little bit um, before we get into other things on uh, Monday. So we'll talk about what those what those say um, and um, whether or not they're good bills to vote for. Um, but be prepared to go out and vote. Uh, that is o Oklahoma, March 7th and Ohio, May 3rd. Um, put it on your calendar. Make sure you write it down, set an alert. Do not forget to vote. Um, so definitely check that out on uh, mjbizdaily.com is where you can find that. And we'll put that also on our, um, on our page for you guys to check out. Um, and then can we just like go back to the list real quick? Uh, the Safe Banking Act has failed again. Of course it has. Um, so check that out on MJ Biz Daily as well. There are continued layoffs in the industry. We're not going to get into that story too much today, um, but we might cover it on another show. Um, but definitely check it out. Again, that's on MJBizDaily.com. Um, they're likely to continue through 2023. So there are huge layoffs happening throughout larger companies. Uh, so we want to keep an eye on that a little bit. Um uh, then again, again, we'll cover these on maybe another show, but the FDA is um, facing questions about CBD rules and um, from key congressional committee. So again, this is what we've been talking about. They're going to start implementing some regulation on hemp and hemp products. Yep. Um, and, you know, it's been a long time coming. So it's not like we shouldn't have been prepared for this at all. Mm -hmm. And um, hopefully they're they're going to ask for our input and maybe we get some common sense rules that we can all agree on um, in place. <laughs> the problem yes. is too, is that it was left in the hands of the FDA. I was reading something about this today. It was left in the hands of the FDA and the FDA is just like not touching it. And so now Yay. somebody has to make some, some moves on this. Right. Um, so yeah, we uh, will cover those stories maybe later. Um, but if you want to take a look at them, um, you can find them on uh, on MJ Biz Daily, which is a great uh, place to find all kinds of interesting things and news stories. Um, so, um, we have a Would You Rather. We're going to end the show with a Would You Rather. I don't know which one uh, we should use. I, I've got four to pick to choose from. Um, so, I feel like this one's the most annoying. Um, this one's the funniest, maybe this one is the most uncomfortable for me. And, um, this one's just a little weird. <laughs> so which let's one? start with a little weird. Okay. We'll start with a little weird and we'll, we'll go from there. I don't know which one the main one's going to be, but we'll, we'll do maybe a couple of these. So would you rather be the head of a company or the head of a cult? <laughs> I mean, First of all, I don't mind being the head of a company, although it's very stressful sometimes. But I imagine keeping all the stories straight, being the head of a cult. Because there's a little bit of manipulation I, in there. Right. I don't think I could handle being a head of a cult. Like, 
yeah that's a whole nother uh game of i mean i want people to follow me and obsess over me and like worship me Abs absolutely but would you lead people to kill themselves if they i don't know in a group mass setting <laughs> not likely in a mass setting there's a short list of people that i would walk to you know I would, I would invite into the consideration, but no, I'm mean, just, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't have the heart to do it. Honestly, I wouldn't, but um, yeah, no, I don't yeah. think I could be a head of a cult. Mm -hmm. um, I, I can be a head of company. Um, I prefer the team. Aspect. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a part of a team. I want to take everybody up with me. I don't want to be, but also I want to be worshiped. So feel free to worship me. Um, I'm okay with it. This one's uncomfortable for me. Um, the This is not our number one, but this one's uncomfortable for me. Um, would you rather only be able to wear clown shoes or not be able to wear any shoes ever at all? I, this one's hard because I do love shoes. I do love shoes, but I don't wear my fancy shoes like I used to. They're more just like, I don't know, art uh, in that sense. But I don't think I would want to wear clown shoes either. If um, that ever becomes a trend, I'm out. I'm out. I can't. I'm out. <laughs> I don't want to wear clown shoes. Um, I Is that his breath? Oh, geez. Somebody's breath is it's he's the only one. Okay, it's nugget. Um, smells like he ate a whole can of sardines. Um, so so yeah, the reason this makes me uncomfortable is because it's a it's a choice between uh fashion and feet, and <laughs> and I am I am uh there's certain places, first of all, there's certain places where I just don't want to be without my shoes. And second of all, also, what about when it's cold? Like, what about when it's cold? Stop. Or when it's like, when they're like, like rough terrain, I guess you would build up calluses for the rough terrain. But like, what about when it's cold? I don't know. Do your feet adapt? Do you just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Eventually, maybe like, but you know, like, you know, the thing so that move, you move out of the cold, you know, the uh, thing, situation. you know, like, the thing you do when you're at the beach and it's, and it's a million degree and you got to across like, yeah, I, I don't like not having feet protection. Me either. neither. You just get blisters um, and get yeah, over it. No. Could I still wear socks? Really? Listen, I, I mean, you could probably wear socks. I didn't even think okay. of that as an option yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, to not have can't. bare my bare feet. It doesn't say you can't. Um, but also like, shoes. Oh, cause now I'm wearing socks and then it's wet. No wet socks. I'm out. No wet socks. I'm out. And I'm out on the clown shoes too because I know I, I can't do it in a fashion sense. So this, this question made me uncomfortable because I was just like, I don't even know how to answer this. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Okay. Uh, top two. Uh, would you rather have a, a penny farthing? But Hey, sir. Hey, stop it. Don't do that. Sorry. Excuse me. Um, would you rather have a penny farthing bike 
as your transportation, as your sole transportation or a unicycle. Now, of course you could walk, but there are going to be places where you're going to need to get there much faster. So you will have to use one of these modes of transportation. You can't just always opt out and walk. So do you want to have a, so, so a penny farthing bike is one of those old, oldie old bikes with the big ass wheel. And then the like, and then the little tiny wheel on the back like that. And then, and then your seat, and then your is, seat up is way up and then the pedals are just where your feet. So like to mount it, I think you had to have like a, a ladder. ladder or something. How and you get then, off of it. And then you just got to show up somewhere like, that has a ladder. And, and hope they have stations. It's like the. Do you have a, uh, yeah. Do you have a farthing, a penny farthing bike station? Good man. What? No. You have to wear a top hat. No, I don't have one. Unicycle. Either See, way, I you have a weird bicycle uh, seat in your butt all the time. Any bicycling, you have a seat in your butt. Yeah, but like all the time. This is your only means of, of wheeled transportation. They have bike pants for that. Thank <laughs> God it's 2023 when we're asking this question. Still, though, those are oh, cyclists bless you because I just couldn't be in that position all the time. Do you form butt calluses? I did hear too, that men should be extremely careful of their cyclists because you're squishing your, your little dudes. You're yeah. squishing your little scratching them. Scratching. Okay. Here's the main. Would you rather? <laughs> this is the one. This is the one. Because you're going to be like, no, on the first one. But then I'm going to give you the second one. And you're going to be like, maybe on the first one. <laughs> <laughs> would you rather listen? <sighs> would you rather listen to music and podcast without uh, like everyone? Would you rather everyone listen to music and podcast without headphones? Everyone. Everyone which is my personal nightmare or everyone be unreasonably proud of their flatulence and body odor, body odor. So they stink and they're like, smell it. Can you everyone like, yeah, obnoxious, like, Ooh, smell me smell all the time. Me. Everyone, everyone wants you to smell their obnoxious odors. Like, do I want to smell everybody or do I want to hear everybody? It is very upsetting to both of those senses. Yeah. You, I don't want my nostrils to burn out. I know. I know. Have you ever been in a place where like stink, like the smell is, even if it's not a stinky smell, even if it's just like a, like a strong a pungent smell. smell. Yeah. Um, um, like even that it, it burns it burns the nose hairs it mm. burns noise over funk noise yeah because you know you I'm smell like because everybody would do it because everybody would do it because everybody would like fart just like nobody would hold back on that mm. which by the way uh <laughs> i mean if if we're real real friends You've heard me fart. <laughs> yeah, 
yeah, I mean, shit, the farts happen. Uh, we're not saying that. But, but like, I'm not over here like, smell that. And, and, <laughs> and, and yes, right. And, and not unreasonably proud. Right. Like, I'm um, like, um, maybe I should take a shower because, <laughs> you know, you want to smell better. No, I don't think I can handle the funk either. I feel like that would be nauseating and also i remember i didn't see this but i remember reading about it um i've been in customers houses and same same i've been in people's houses that are just like the worst smell so i was reading an article about is this is long long time ago about how um oprah winfrey had done an experiment in her office and it was like a, a two week long experiment and so like the first week um, what they did and nobody really knew what was going on except for the people like putting it together. But for the first week and oh, one other thing, the even the people putting it together followed suit, followed suit on the react. So the first week um, they pumped in like sweet smells like the smell of chocolate chip cookies and cinnamon rolls and cinnamon buns and everybody was super like happy <laughs> all the time nice to each other there were like very little like disagreements mm -hmm. within the office like everybody was super stoked to be there but then the following week they pumped in bad smells like garbage and like fish and like the streets of Chicago right mm -hmm. there were so many fun they like fought with each other they were super super irritable all the time oh my god could you imagine having to go to work and smell trash all day even when your nose gets used no. to it it's just like the worst in the world um no. at our age we can't trust farts <laughs> don't on yourself Truth. talk yeah. on yourself don't yeah. talk on me like that <laughs> My, my my asshole still clenches perfectly fine. fine. We're fine over here. <laughs> but yeah, but also like that noise pollution. Oh, I could I think there would be more murders. I think people I feel on either one of those there would be more homicidal or right people would have to i mean i am good at tuning some shit out so i don't know i, I might be able to hey there yo hi hey yo hi oh hi um hi. i don't know I, I think that i but definitely i would go with uh that you know without headphones um like me too do i have to also listen to music without headphones because if i could put headphones in then but it says everyone I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't. That's the part that would bother. I mean, ugh, no. So I listening to my music and everyone else's right. music? Right. That would everyone fuck me up so nah. bad. I would be so fucked up so bad. I would not. That would. That's the part that would really fuck me up. But then I think about how, like, there's some people's noise pollution that I just can't handle. Mm-hmm. No. And I just, I would, I would go off the deep end. I think there would be more homicide. Even with the flash, you would take body odor over that. I would not take body odor over that. No, I would like. Uh, no, okay. I will. I will cut your butt off. <laughs> I will. Cut, will cut you. Violence. Will leads cut to violence. you. Yeah. It leads to violence. Mm -hmm. Wash your butt. Okay, so listen. <laughs> Why somebody answered? Riddle me this. Why are there so many young men? Um, wait, pause. 
rewind. Why are there so many young women putting up with this behavior, first of all? Why are there so many stories about young men um, being afraid to um, get into their orifices because it might make them, oh, God forbid, gay? Um, oh, that's so gross, you guys. I know I'm that's not so saying silly. that our listeners are not the cleanest fucking people on earth because I know that you are. Um, but like literally make sure that we're teaching these young boys to wipe their asses, wash their asses, take whatever on, on, on do it on their own. They gotta do it. They gotta yeah. do it because do it yourself. Pick up after yourself um, too. ladies stop except and, and also men who have to deal with unclean men too, but like li literally stop agreeing to that as, as a standard. That is not a standard. That is. Would you rather listen to country music for the rest of your life or gospel music for the rest of your life? I would go with country music, even though I'm not the biggest fan. Um, I like, honestly, I like both country music and gospel music too. in the right way, ways yep. and in the, with the right. But there yep. is also both of those turn me off. So honestly gross yeah. men wash your nasty ass that's right wash your butt wash your butt wash your butt wash um your butt. it's not gonna wash itself and also use a washcloth like use a a different one than you use for your face and also in the rest of your body use you can use multiple washcloths you can also use multiple towels there's not a rule against it just just saying i'm just putting it out there um, ladies, uh, especially because I, in general, I feel like, and I'm stereotyping gay men don't generally have this problem. Um, because cleanliness is key. Um, <laughs> but ladies, you, this is not a standard that you have to deal with. And also, nor do you have to deal with intentional, what do they call it? Intentional ignorance so like mm -hmm. they know how to wash the fucking dishes okay yeah. they do there's proof right here in this house they know how to do the things and they can do the things and they can do the things and they can do the things correctly they are just half-assing it because they still um want their mom to take care of them and if that's the case you should send them back to her because mm -hmm. you are not their mother okay so anyways that was a little ramble i don't know why i got on it oh because of the butt stuff that we were talking about <laughs> Learn how to wash your butt. There wash your probably butt. Videos on it if you don't uh, know. In how. the Navy, I think I might have told this story before. Last one before we roll out. Um, in the Navy, uh, there were not classes on washing your butt, although there should have been. There should have been. There should have been. There were classes on brushing your teeth, though. If you were in the military, mm -hmm. uh, you probably had to go through a teeth brushing class mm -hmm. and then go to the dentist. That's and good. let them tell you if you um, did it right or not for your whole life until you were in your 20s or possibly your 30s. Um, if you've been doing it wrong your whole life from in your 20s and your 30s, it's going to be a long day at the dentist for you. And that's what that as it turns out. Yeah. Um, and, and yes. OK, thank you. And yes, put the fucking seat down. You're the only one that needs it up. You're the only one. And actually, sometimes you need it down. So if you sometimes need it down and we always need it down, just fucking put it down. Yeah. Okay. Just put the whole seat down. Anyways, we're not going to okay. complain about men's bad habits.
<laughs> stop, stop with your bad habits. I know what you're oh, doing. This one, I'm not going to even doing. light a new one. We're going to yeah, light no, this old I, one. That's, that's um, be nice to yourself. Um, uh, make sure you put your mask on. I just like completely went right out. Make sure you put your mask on before assisting others. Um, also, community love is important. I was reading that today. So sometimes we mm -hmm. should encourage people to also remember community love. So, yeah. But love yourself. And also, we know community. That's, love. That's, and we are part of your community. So join us on our Discord. <laughs> Shameless that's plug. That's the cultivate love part, y'all. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that part. Um, bring it to you. We're here for you. We're trying to build a community. We're out there. There's a community out there and we know it. So share it with your friends, um, people that are looking for cool chicks to chat with. Like we don't have any like, you know, we ask for respect and kindness. And, yes. Uh, you know, but all opinions are are welcome until you're a dick. Until then, you're a dick. Yeah. Just come. I mean, we'll, like, you know, you don't want people to lie to you just to not hurt, you know, just, you know, so we're, we're truthful, but we're kind. So come yeah. join our community. Yeah um and uh and as always y'all stay lifted stay lifted woo, woo. Woo, woo. where is the woo woo? Woo, woo, woo. Woo, woo, woo. woo 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 we'll woo. see you on monday make sure you like follow share tell your friends and set your alerts woo woo woo